Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. This is Richard Deitch, the host of the Sports Media Podcast with Richard Deitch. Multiple times a week, our podcast will get you interviews with the most notable names in sports media, from broadcasters to dealmakers to people doing great work behind the scenes. Here's Hubie Brown. Anytime that you win an award, it's not just because of the announcer and the analyst. It's always because of the production team. That's the Sports Media Podcast with Richard Deitch. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Alan Jerry, no guests, no calls, and no real content. Here we go, Football Friday, three minutes after five o'clock on the old fan of Rooney. I am back on the friendly confines of Hudson Street. Nice to be back in New York City with the Eddie Scazzeri. And down the Jersey Shore, his name is Albert Anthony Dukes. What's up, Al? Oh, there I am. I always hit that, but never hit that button all the time. Oh, good morning, Jerry. How are you? It's a football Friday. It's uh, not a summer Friday as I look out at my thermometer and it says 25 degrees. Uh, Those are over. Doesn't it feel like legitimately maybe three or four weeks ago I said summer Friday was going to get 70 degrees? We had a 64 degree Friday, I think, three weeks ago. No, no, Jerry. We had a 69 degree Friday. Holla. Jerry, I'm just very excited to get to the segment that we call Cool Games. So you want to start with that? Yeah, I'd like to start with We have started with it in the past. My God, I'm watching on CBS Sports Network. A girl's got so much blood on her face in this UFC fight. It's actually disturbing. All right, cool. Let's get to fun well, games. Well, because, uh, no, Jerry, cool games they're called. Okay, cool games. Cool games. Why well, know you production, so let's call it what yeah. you have to call it. Yeah, exactly. you got to call it Cool Games. So Cool Games is, Jerry, for those who are brand new to the program, uh, on Fridays we look at the NFL schedule and we go over it quickly and we pause and talk about the Cool Games. Now, as we know, Jerry, the later you get into the season, the fewer Cool Games there are, but the Cool Games become very Cool Games. You follow? I follow. And I do have production, as you mentioned, so I... Put my brain to it. I caller last week called me lazy. Well, there's a long been, setup for cool games. I don't have a lot of co- of content today. Um, <laughs> We're fine. And um, so I I wrote a song, just the chorus, Jerry. And I hope you know this one. It's from the seventies. You're kidding, really? <laughs> you and Eddie came up with something from the seventies. Shocking. Actually, uh, Eddie, are you there? Are you? Would you like to do backup vocals on this? Uh Maybe, it's uh, sure. it's it's cool. All, all all the only part I need you for Eddie is you, is cool games part, and you know the song I was playing around with yesterday, right? Cool change by Little River Band. 
I well, I'm not that familiar. Well, oh, play it already. Then I'll do it, and then next week for cool games, you'll hop on board. Ready? Or in January, yeah. Here we go. Time for cool games. I know that it's time for some cool games. Time for cool games. Alan Jerry got those cool games. I think that's. I think it's awesome. Thank you. And I like the way you're going after the younger demographic. Tremendous. Yeah, with the '70s music. Yeah, I was trying to get to the young kids, Jerry. When you said Little River Band, oh my god! <laughs> What's next, Seals and Croft? <laughs> if they've got an appropriate song that would fit, Jerry, yes, Seals and Croft. Fair. Now, we'll do that in Memorial Day weekend, the summer breeze. <laughs> <laughs> summer breeze. Now, Jerry. Yeah. Let me tell you this. Tomorrow is a Saturday. We got two is, games. We got two games now. I feel like for a very rare Saturday NFL schedule, I will give in a little more, and a game might be cool on Saturday, that not necessarily a cool game on Sunday. Well, let's see. I, I agree. They stand alone. They stand alone, Jerry. So let's go with our cool games. Tomorrow at 4.30, so yeah. you've got the time to do things. 4.30, you got Bills-Broncos. Is that a cool game, Jerry? Bills-Broncos, Bills at Broncos. you got the Bills, who they just made play Sunday night. Yeah. And now they're playing Saturday. Cool game? Not a cool game? On my on my list, Jerry, I'm going cool game because it's a Saturday standalone game. And I lo- and I well, think Well, if that's the criteria, then why no, even no, ask? No, no, Because no, no, no. The Bills are an interesting I mean, the story. Broncos stink, though. They do. So that's like saying cool anytime game? the Bills play it's a cool game. And I, it's not. You're right. I just I don't I'm not interested in watching the Broncos. Yep, didn't pass the test. Not a cool game. Yeah, will I watch? Of course, because you'll have Bron- it on. Yes, because the Bills can clinch the right. They can clinch the division tomorrow. Can yeah, they not with a win. So yes, it's interesting. Is it a cool game? Eh, no, it's it not. Doesn't sound like it. Because as we said before, the cool game test is the same as Hall of Fame. If uh, you've got to debate it, I agree. not a cool game. Completely agree. Unfortunately, you got one not cool game. The second game tomorrow begins at 8.15. It's a Saturday night game. It's Panthers-Packers. No. Yep. Again, interested. I'll watch it. It's not a cool game. Not a cool game. Neither of these games is going to stop you from doing what you had planned on a Saturday to stop and watch the game. I couldn't agree with you more. All right. So no cool games on Saturday. Let's hope there's something here on Sunday, 1 o'clock window. Texans-Colts, Jerry. Is this a cool game? Next. Anything Lion- the Texans are involved in, <laughs> not cool. Agree. What's next, the Bears? <laughs> Almost. Lions, <laughs> Titans, Jerry. Oh, come on. Yeah. Oof. I like the Titans. No. No, it's not. Jerry, did you say something about the Bears? What about Bears, Vikings? <laughs> no. Wow. Terrible. No. Wow. Now we're going to change the segment to uncool games in a minute. <laughs> I told you the, in my very long setup, Jerry, that uh, as the season goes on, the games get less and less. There are less and less cool games. Yeah. Also in the one o'clock window Sunday, Seattle at Washington. I like that one. I do actually. Me too. I do. I, that, no, I'm, I'm very intrigued by this one. I'm intrigued as well as you know. I'm a Washington football oh, team God, fan. I've switched. Me I've switched that. because I like Ron Rivera. I like Alex Smith. Although we still don't know if Alex Smith is playing in this game. We do not. And that would take the cool factor down a peg to it, me. Uh, no, you know why it wouldn't actually for me? 
because Washington is going to win with their defense. Really? And re- well, how'd they beat San Francisco? Are you calling a Washington win right here on no. cool games? I said if oh. Washington is going to win, they're going to win with defense. Oh, if. The way they beat San Francisco. Right. And I'm curious if they're good enough to do that to Seattle, who have been up and down this year. The game's in Washington, correct? In Washington. And that makes it, I mean, there's no crowd, but that makes it a little different. So, no, I think regardless of who plays, hell, if Dwayne Haskins is playing quarterback, makes it cool because I'm really curious. <laughs> yeah, you want to see what's going on there. So, cool and, game. As you said, the game is in Washington, not Seattle, right. where it looks, where it's visually unpleasing. It's disgusting. Ooh, here's, I definitely think this is a cool game. I know where you're going. Patriots, Patriots Dolphins. Dolphins. Yes. Yeah. 100%. That's a cool game. I think that's a tremendous, I actually think that should have been the Sunday night game. Yes, I agree. But they would like to take that back now. You got Tua versus Bill Belichick. Yeah, I, it's in, it's intriguing, and the Dolphins have always played the Patriots well, and so and yes. the game's in Miami, I believe. So in yeah, Miami, Jerry. I'm looking I like right this at one. it. That's two in a row we got as cool games. So and those are the so far the only cool games in the one o'clock window. Uh, what about uh, Jaguars Ravens? Next game, Buccaneers Falcons. In Atlanta, where it looks very terrible on television. I know. I don't like watching that one. I, because I'm thinking about it, I have to say no. I have to stick right. to my own advice. But it's interesting. It is interesting. It's interesting. Not a cool game. No. It's and not the, one. It's not a must-see. The final game in the 1 o'clock window in the cool game category, 49ers at Cowboys. Oh, absolutely. All throwback game. <laughs> That's this a classic. Tremendous. Just visually, the Cowboys will be in the white gear. The Niners will be in their red. It's in Dallas. You got the star right there. Yeah, I have to say yes for this one. That's a cool game, even just for the history. You're right. Even so though let's go. you got Mullins or Bethard playing quarterback yeah. for San Francisco and Andy and, Dalton playing yeah. quarterback for the Cowboys. So you got Niners-Cowboys. You got uh, Patriots-Dolphins, Seahawks-Washington. Those are your 1 o'clock cool games. By the way, that's uh, three games. That's three games. That's not that bad. perfect for red zone viewing. And the four, there should be many 4 o'clock cool games, too. Well, there's the only there. there's three 4 o'clock games, Jerry. We got Eagles-Cardinals. Yes. Yes, it is. You're putting that under the cool game I am, category. I, I am because Arizona showed me something last week against the Giants one, and I feel mm-hmm. like they're kind of – they're not a great team, but they're seven and seven and six, I guess. And the Eagles with Jalen Hurts, I didn't see them play last week against the Saints. Yeah. So I'm intrigued to watch him. So I'm going to say yes. I think that game could be up and down the field. All right, Jerry. Your New York Jets at the LA Rams. Ha! Intriguing, yes. Cool no. Currently sitting as a seventeen and a half point. Underdogs. The, the only Jets. thing cool about that game is can they cover the spread? Can they cover the spread? Yeah. Uh, here's one: uh, Chiefs in New Orleans. Yeah, I would say Four so. O'clock. It's Patrick Mahomes. It's Patrick Mahomes. I'm not a. I, I don't enjoy watching Taysom Hill play either. quarterback. I don't either. He seems the. Uh, he seems like a fraud quarterback. How far are we away from Drew Brees? I don't know. I don't think that's happening this week. Yeah. No, I don't think it's another either. week. Maybe another week. All right. Well, yeah, I would still say a cool game, though, just because it's the Chiefs. So your four o'clock window, you got two out of three cool games. Now, you got a Sunday night game, Browns, Giants. Yes. Cool game. Cool game. And then Monday night, Steelers at Bengals. Not a cool game, but it is interesting to see if Pittsburgh can kind of bounce back. The Bengals are not good, so they should, but it's not a, it's not a good game. I prefer when this was an AFC Central game. Okay. 
Now they're AFC North games. You right? don't like the AFC North? No. You're biased Central, to the AFC North? Yeah, I like AFC Central games. So that we'll, reminds me of my childhood. Well, now you're going back to three divisions in each conference. Oh, yeah. That was awesome. Ew. I never understood why the Cowboys were in the NFC East. Yeah, it never made any sense. None. Uh, you can make the case they should be more NFC West than East. Well, weren't uh, the St. Louis Cardinals, when they were the St. Louis Cardinals, they were in the they NFC were. East as well. They were for a and while. they were in the damn middle of the country, Jerry. That, in that damn middle of the country. That's in exactly right. the damn right. middle of the country. All right, so we got some, I got to say, we got some cool games So here. I would say you, we, out of all the games we have this weekend, yeah. right, so we get rid right of Thursday, so there's 15 games we just discussed. I would say at least six of them, I think, yeah. right? Yeah. I don't think that's terrible. Not terrible. You know what the problem is, <clears throat> more so as you get to the end of the season, what you were talking about, the cool games, not cool games, is that the good ones are tremendous. The bad ones right. are just yes. horrendous. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the way that Those were the cool games. Alan Jerry just brought you some cool games. <laughs> You're so proud of yourself. <laughs> I was so excited. When I thought of that in the shower the other night, I was in your so bath fitter? excited. I was in my bath fitter. <laughs> I was soaping myself up. And I was like, I was thinking of, uh, I was like, mm, I, I, what can I do for cool games? So did cool you games? just think of it or did you search like no. cool? Like, did no. you think cool in the gang first? No, uh I did search, and cool change did not come up in my search, which is funny. That is weird. Yeah. So I was like, well, they're really... I said, how can there not be songs with cool in it? Is that what you searched? Songs with the word cool in it? I just went on Spotify and typed in cool, and it gives me a list of songs. But, you know, it goes on for pages, and was nothing, anything I'd ever heard of. But when I was in the shower, I don't, you know... I don't know. There was a time in the summer where Gina was blasting the song all the time. It was on Yacht Rock Radio. Yacht Rock? <laughs> what the hell is Yacht Rock? It's like it's like the type of music you would listen to while on a yacht. All right. Uh, the, uh, and your connected devices will play that for you. Uh, and, yeah, it's like all cool stuff from the set, like Brandy, You're a Fine Girl is on Yacht Rock. Oh, I, oh, I know Hall that song, sure. Yeah, it's like things like older dudes on their yachts would be playing to... I don't know, to drink to. I'm Boomer Esiason. <laughs> he would definitely be a yacht rock kind of guy. That's pretty good. Oh, you, so how about Led Zeppelin? A whole lot of love. What about it? You need cooling. Does that work? Or baby, I'm not fooling? Uh, yeah, I like it in the chorus is better. How about cool? I don't know the song. Cool Cat by Queen. No, but remember I played Cool for Cats by Squeeze the other day, and we didn't like that one. Good call. Cool change comes up. Oh yeah, cool cats. Cool, uh, cool for cats by Squeeze comes up too. Yeah, I don't yeah know not that a lot of words song. with cool in the title. You're yeah, right, which is weird because things that are cool, you would think musicians would like that they would like to name songs or have songs with hooks about being cool. Joe Nichols, cool to be a fool. Don't know that one. He's, He's a, a country, country artist. artist. Yeah. Wow, we said that exactly the same. How about that? <laughs> How about that? All right, let's take a quick break. We are done with cool games for week 15. Yeah. How about we come up with the segment? It's already week 15. I know. I, I'm so annoyed. Oh, I know what we can do. We can do a daily cool games in the NBA. No. And we'll start this way. Al, what city do the Hornets play in? <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to answer that, do you? Charlotte. <laughs> we'll take a quick break. Good Nailed job. It. 517. We're just getting started. We got Boomer and Geo on a football Friday coming up top of the hour here on The Fan. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf and the metronome of your life, baseball. 
Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Alan Jerry, this is the new normal. All right. This is more Yacht Rock, Jerry. This is Yacht Rock? I actually know this song. Who is this? This is a fellow named Robbie Dupree. Steal away. Why don't you steal away? I feel like I'm in the car with my mom right now. Or on, or on a yacht with a rich guy. No, just in the car with my mom. <laughs> this would have been like a... Well, I guess not yeah. CBS FM back in the day. Oh, for sure. CBS FM yeah. would play this. They may still play this. They probably do. Hey, did you see? So last night, I don't know. I know you didn't watch the game, but the uh, Chargers beat the Raiders. There's no chance you watched the game (laughs) last night. I do know that. The Chargers (laughs) beat the Raiders in overtime. Yeah. So Derek Carr gets hurt and Marcus Mariota played. I got to be honest. I didn't even know Marcus Mariota was on the Raiders. He's on the Raiders. Yeah. So he played the majority of the game. How about this? Talk about a smart agent. I mean, I guess all these players probably have this in their contracts, but this one's interesting. So Marcus Mariota, by playing more than 60% of the snaps last night, and he got almost all of them, earned an extra $825,000. Wow. He got a $200,000 bonus immediately for playing 60% of the snaps in any one game. So that's last night. And he also earned a $625,000 raise on his contract next year for playing in 60% of snaps in any one game. How about that kicker, huh? Do you think he's aware of that when Derek Carr goes down? Yes, I do. You do? You think he's like, holy crap, I'm getting 800000 I do, because I think when you sign the contract, I'd have to look at his contract, but he signed as a backup, so he probably didn't get much. Right. And then the thinking is, hey, listen, if we need you, you'll get paid a little bit more. So, yes, wow. I do think so. You saw that. That was so odd. I'd love to ask, and I'd love to get an honest answer, because he would say, oh, no, man, we're in the middle of the game. I don't but you, when you when Derek Carr goes down, he he only took eleven snaps. Right. Derek Carr, and then Marcus Mariota goes trotting in. He's got to be like, even if this blows, I'm getting paid. I'm getting paid. That's exactly right. And he didn't play badly. He actually played all right. Now uh, Derek Carr had a groin injury, which right. uh, after the game, John Gruden said was quote Jerry quote. Significant. That's not well. Significant. You know what? They're seven and seven. Shut them down. Shut it down. Just let Marcus Mariota play now. Now you know I have asked because I was really for reals. I've always asked, do women have groins? And no one ever gives me a real answer. Why don't you ask your doctor? Well, I asked my second doctor, Jerry, Doctor Google. Oh Jesus! And there, women do have a groin area. The groin is the area of your hip. Between your stomach and thigh. Right. It has nothing to do with your testicles or your schweiner. Well, but it kind of runs past it and around it. Sure it does. Does it hold it up? I don't know if it holds it up, but it's part of it. But women can get groin pain. I'm seeing it right here on my internet. I'm sure they can pull their groin. And pull their groin. Yeah. But we immediately think groin is the testicles, and it's well, not. because it's the area. The like groin when area. Someone, yeah, I mean, when someone pulls a groin, I don't think that... Their stuff shifted or broke. Right. You've, but that area is going to be painful. Painful and sore, yeah. So he's a significant groin injury. You can, There's no way you can drop back and put pressure on a leg if you've got a groin injury. Uh, it's very difficult to do that. Or take a hit to the groin. 
well, of course, you get tackled there, not going to feel great. Do you think I could go back now and ask, I was just thinking this, mm-hmm. the day Craig was arrested, <laughs> yes, I was like the backup. I came in and took you 100% are. of the snaps with Boomer that yeah, morning. Yeah, immediately. Can I get a $200,000 bonus? Well, you would have Retroactive? had a, some, some, <laughs> work. What you got to do is go in there now and go, listen, <laughs> if Gio or Boomer uh, is in, like, what if what if uh, Gio gets that broken throat injury that the the football player well, got on Why is he going to get that? No, I would I'm, think I don't know if he gets why the he gout. Get that. Or if he gets the gout and he's like out for and for he's weeks. in pain and he can't be caught and can't talk. If you take sixty <laughs> percent, if you take sixty percent of the, if, if your voice is on sixty percent of the show, <laughs> you get a bonus. <laughs> it's pretty funny. He's a smart agent, isn't it? Mark would just have Boomer do solo shows. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> you get out. <laughs> Once Jerry gets the fifty percent. Out of there. But then again, when Boomer goes through 17 calls in the first segment, right. that could change. He's going to be looking for you to take some snaps. <laughs> That's exactly right. I just got to get to 60%. Now, here's an interesting thing about the game yesterday. Uh, John Gruden, uh, when the game started, he had on a Raiders uh, baseball Which cap. I think is very cool. But it was said Oakland Raiders. I know that. And, and I, Jerry, you know they're in Las Vegas now. I, but it's... So there were a lot of jokes made on social media about Is that this. right? I think it's actually just old school cool. I thought it was cool as well. I don't see any issue with it. Now, I, I didn't watch the game. I just went to bed. Did he wear it the entire game? No, I guess he got word that he was wearing the wrong hat, and he says someone tricked him and slid that into where he, you know, where he oh, keeps his hat. Oh, that's hilarious. I think it's neat. What a hilarious joke that was. That's fine. You know what? Not a big deal. I, to and me, I love those hats. Deal. That was like an, a throwback hat. Like, I remember... That that hat from the Oakland Raiders is looks like the Chicago Bear hat that Chevy Chase wears in Christmas bit, Vacation. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. It's sure. that same year, that same era. Yep, that same type of font print. Yes. I know what you're saying. Now, what would have been funny, because they were playing the Chargers, is if someone slipped in a Los Angeles Raiders hat. Ooh. Now, that would have been funny. Raiders. But whatever. The Oakland Raiders, I still, it's, a, it's crazy how I still refer to them as Oakland often. Me too. You know, it's like I've I've gotten Redskins out of my vocabulary for the most part with Washington. Mm-hmm. When I think Raiders, I still th- even when they were in L.A., I thought yes. of them as the Oakland Raiders. I never liked them in L.A. I don't like them anywhere but in Oakland. And I, I've always said that's one of my not many, but one of my few sports regrets: never getting to a game in Oakland and w- and dressing up in the Road Warrior. No, gear. I don't need to dress up in the Road Warrior gear because I'm not a Raider fan. But I would Old have stuff. liked to have experienced a game there. It's I like, do you think. I'm sorry, Jay. I've stomped right on you. No, it's okay. I was going to say, it's like, you know, wanted to go to Fenway or Wrigley. It's just one of those places I wish I would have seen a game. But don't you think, like, in those special ballparks that you just mentioned, isn't it fun to go there and root as if you're a fan of that team? But I'm not. Yeah, but it's kind of fun. Like, when you go, like when I went to Fenway Park, I went a couple times over the years. You rooted for the Red Sox? Yeah, because I was in Fenway Park. What is wrong with you? They were playing, like, the Oakland A's. I'm Who not are for you? The <laughs> I'm a sports fan, Jerry. No, you're not. You're I'm really a not. Bandwagon fan. Yes, you are. You're bandwagon Al. Yes, mm-hmm. you are. No, I can't. I just, you know, I don't have it in me to. That would say that I'm going to go. Like I've gone to games in Philadelphia, just because we like going to games. Right. I mean, I went to see. I saw Eagles Cowboys. That was a mess, which I've discussed many times. I think we saw Eagles. My dad took me. Eagles Seahawks, maybe. I don't remember. I was young. I'm not rooting for them, though. Well, there's certain teams, like the Eagles, we hate. You yeah, can't I, root for them, even if you're there. I went to I went to Fenway three times. I didn't root for the Red Sox. I just watched the game. 
Yeah, as a Mets fan, I feel like I could go there and root for the Red Sox. If I was a Yankee fan, I couldn't go there and root for the Red Sox. I'm sorry, can't do it. I don't have it in me. I went to the Diamond. I went to see the Diamondbacks and someone I forget who. Remember a couple of years ago in oh, Arizona? Yes, in Arizona, uh, Arizona. Oh, it was um, it was Diamondbacks Padres. I just watched the game. Now those fans were like a hundred years old, and it was so quiet in that building in Arizona. There was really no fun. <laughs> it was, dude. It was it was a one o'clock game on like a Thursday or something. Yeah, and it, I don't think there were many people under seventy five in that stadium. Nice. Sounds and, like my kind of town. Oh, it was, and it was painful. It was sixteen innings. And my wife stuck it out. We stayed for 15 of them. Oh, my God. And she was ready to shoot herself by the, I want to say by the eighth inning, she had had enough. But my son wanted to stay, so we stayed. And then we left, and they won as we were walking to the car. That sucks. <laughs> and we do things for the children, right, Jerry? We do, yes. Now, a coronavirus has uh, snagged a couple of athletes, Jerry, but now it's gotten one of us, a broadcaster. I saw this. How about Scott this? Van Pelt. From ESPN, tested positive for COVID-19. It says he's going to miss significant time doing his show. I'm sure he's going to miss a couple weeks, yeah. He said he feels fine, just no taste or no smell. So why is he... Oh, he can't come in and do with the show. No, you pass it around. Absolutely not. Oh, I made it... I thought it... To me, when I read that, I thought it, he was in... Like he was uh, feeling the effects of the COVID. No. But yeah, it makes sense. He can't come in with coronavirus. Right, no. But he supposedly says he feels fine, just, you know, like I said, can't, can't smell, can't taste... Otherwise, doing well. Yeah, it's weird. You know, I mean, we get tested so often. Like, I feel comfortable. Like, I just got my another negative test uh, yesterday, and I got another test coming today. And it's, you know, you feel good about continually seeing where you're at. But it's just, I don't know, it's just nuts how many people might be walking around with it don't know they have it. And, and, right. how, many, and how different people can feel. Yeah, 100%. From like, yeah, I'm fine, or eh, just no taste, no smell, or I feel like I have a bad flu, or I'm in the in hospital or right. nothing at all or right or i was so unaware that i'm a super spreader it is it's bizarre it really is so yeah i was surprised when i saw that because i've got to think someone like him is bad i don't know him but i would think he was probably taking the proper precautions yes. the way we try to with the mask and we're doing what we're supposed to be doing and then if that happens it's like how and this is going to affect Eddie's Cheerios because when Eddie gets up in the morning and he eats Cheerios, he watches Scott Van Pelt. You have to watch at, someone else. Now. As a matter of fact, I taped because uh, you know he's on like he can be on anywhere, and sometimes he does. You know they roll him all night, and sometimes they just uh, have him do the one show, and then it goes to the Sports Center L.A. Whatever. So I taped it last night and woke up. No Scott Van Pelt. No. Well, to get ready for no Scott Van Pelt for about two weeks. Yeah, because I, I do say. enjoy his his. Uh, he's good perspective. Yes, I don't watch it, but he's good. Jerry Scott Van Pelt getting COVID nineteen is a bad beat. Excellent. Well, thank done, you. Al. I don't thank know. Thank you very is. much. Well, he does he a does. segment bad beats for oh. all the you know he's you know with the gambling and everything. Got it. You know, a late uh, backdoor covers that sort of thing. You know, I find funny about stuff like that, uh, not whatever, but when we talk about backdoor covers and, you know, how it's a bad beat, how about the guys that win because oh, yeah, of there's it? always another side. Like, we always take that angle. Well, there's yes. the other angle of the people that actually won. Right. Oh, it's like, always that way, yeah. It's so exciting. I had no business winning that game, but he scored at the end for no reason. It was awesome. Yes. And, and you, I, d- usually, I did watch uh, your video. I think you're winning this weekend. My five dollar five team win, parlay. If you don't win this weekend with the picks you made, nice, good plug. Thank you're you, never ever going to win. Mm-hmm. I re- actually believe that. Like I'm, as you're picking the games, I'm like, oh, this is an easy one. Oh, this should be an easy one. I'm like, wow, that's yep. You're if gonna I, go five for five. If I could hit a five dollar parlay this year, when I have done terrible week in and you'll week break out, even. 
I will break even. Yeah, that's pretty good. And you know what? I might even put my money where my mouth is. I might actually put some money on your five teams this weekend for the first time in the history of this little project you do. Jerry, a $5 bet. I'm not doing five. I'm going 25. 25 because a $5 bet will win you $127. So, so five uh, times that. You know what? Maybe I'll do 50. You might make $700. 50? I might. I actually, I'm very, I am very confident in your five picks this Wow. Weekend. For the first I'm time. Tweet that out for people again. I might. I might do that. So I'll let you know. I will let you mm. know. All right, let's take a break. And you're, you're featured in that, a cartoon version of you. Yes, I did like Yelling that. Fraud is uh, featured in that in, for two games. I was watching that. I did watch it last night, and my son, uh, Joseph, my <laughs> 10-year-old, he heard it. He goes, who was that? <laughs> I said, well, who was what? He was like a yelling. I'm like, yeah, hi, that, that was me. And he looked at me like his eyes were all cockeyed. Like, why? I'm like, it's a long story. Don't worry. <laughs> a nice cartoon, though. I did enjoy it. Yeah, Izzo did a nice job cartooning you. He does a very good job for sure. All right, quick break. 25 in front of six. Boomer and Geo, top of the hour. We've got more to do on the warm-up show here on The Fan. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Al and Jerry, social distancing before it was cool. Do you have anything from, like, I don't know, <laughs> music from this century? <laughs> yeah, but this is a yacht rock kind of a day, Enough Jerry. Enough with the yacht rock. It's 23 degrees out and black ice all over the place. Well, I'm trying to, you know, get people in the summer mood. Oh, my God. This is Survivor, Jerry. You know their hit. Uh, You're from 1983. The you know Eye of the Tiger. I do. This is this is another great song. And by this them. was a popular song, too. High on 35 you. 35 years ago, Al. <laughs> that's what you say. No, that's not what I say. What you, I'm going to say legit that was 1986. Uh, you might. might I'm going to guess it's earlier than that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God. You know what I actually Ooh, was thinking? The of, wheel, probably 80, I'm going to say eight, High on You by Survivor was 1984, and I'm going to Google it as you Please do. Jerry. Well, I was going to say, high just on you. running around to a couple of stores yesterday, I was actually very tempted to buy a turntable, to buy a new record player. Vinyl. Yeah, because while I don't have any albums left, um, my mother-in-law does, and I actually... She doesn't want them, so I grabbed a whole bunch of them. Really cool stuff. Is that right? But I'm like, what am I going to do with this? It, to me, it's like a fa- like I'll be interested in it for a few months, and then yes. it's just going to sit there. Exactly, collecting dust. Uh, High on You, Survivor, from the album Vital Signs, came out in 1984. Look at you. So how You're old really with that? the times here on the warm-up 2004, show. 2004, 2014. So it's, just uh, to you know, recap, you yeah. played Cool Change. That's where Which your new, awesome. that's our new um, title song for Cool Games in the NFL Weekly. Correct. That's got to be from the late 70s, I would mm-hmm. say. Yes, By correct. the Little River Band. You played Survivor from 1984, and what was your other yacht rock song? James Taylor, what was it? I don't no, remember. I forget. I forget what I played. Oh it was my a, god! It was a one of. Uh, by the way, Little River Band. Uh, that song's from 1979. I said late 70s. All right, I nailed that one. Oh, so the I, other I, one was I, Steal I was ten... something. What was the other one? Yeah, Steal Away. Right, which was has to be early 80s. Yeah, 
Has to be. Steal away. Let me see, Jerry. I just want to get this uh, steal away by... Uh, like, do you even have... Let's take Bruce Springsteen out of the mix, because you're a huge Bruce steal, fan, and I get that. Steal away came out in 1980. Okay. So there you go. I nailed it. Late 70s, early 80s on those two songs. So we really went back 40 years Yes. for the music today. Do you have, taking Bruce Springsteen out of the mix... Okay. What is, like, the newest music you have oh. in your Spotify? I do like new music, Jerry. I'm glad you brought that up. Like, I put a lot of... I like Halsey. This Dua Lipa is interesting to me. Um, you know, like, I, I'll put new songs in. I mean, is, like, the Beastie Boys the newest thing you have in your Spotify? No, no, no. <clears throat> I have... Uh, there's a great new band called... Uh, let me see. Let me get my... Let me pull this up, Jerry. Pearl Jam. <laughs> no, not Pearl <laughs> Jam. Uh, the Dirty Knobs, which is... Uh, although old school because it's the guitarist from Tom Petty's band on his his uh, solo project. Oh, but it's a, but Tom, it's new music. But it's brand new music. It's really good. I really like that. The Now I'm curious, where do you dirty come knobs. up with the dirty knobs? I heard them on uh on uh radio and uh Okay. and on Spotify. Cuz I would think that's one of those types of music genres that's going to be hard to find airplay in New York. Yes. Correct. They are not on in New York, Jerry. All right, so dirty knobs, give me one more. The Bleachers. I don't know who they are. Okay. Exactly, Jerry, because I'm on the cutting edge. Is that country music, music or is that nope. rock music? It's alternative rock. Okay. That's fair. But you know how I know the Bleachers? They just did a song with Bruce Springsteen on backing vocals. Well, I just said that doesn't count. <laughs> Bruce doesn't count. No connection, Jerry? I no. can't have any connection. No, because he's on it. No. No, no so that doesn't But then count. I went and I found their other stuff, and I enjoy it as well. Oh, that, that makes sense. <laughs> the bleachers and the dirty knobs. That's my Jerry. I have no time to find new music. I'm watching murder documentaries nonstop. Sure, a lot of dirty knobs in the bleachers. <laughs> I was started watching a, a a murder documentary on HBO <laughs> last night about a guy who was a religious uh, leader, and in his in his religious um, get-togethers, they use snakes. Like in his snake- religious get-togethers, <laughs> yeah, because you know how like snakes are the symbol of Satan because. Uh, uh, he tempted uh, Adam. Eve tempted Adam with the apple, with the but apple. there was a snake involved. Yes, the forbidden well, guy, fruit. Yeah, this guy involves snakes in his little get-togethers, and he's was accused of murdering, attempted murder by having the snakes attack his wife. Oh God! So that's what I'm watching now. That sounds awful. Something to ease me into the evening, relax. I don't me understand. Bed. I honestly don't understand how you can go to sleep after watching that stuff. Yeah. It relaxes me. How? I don't know. What a weird mind you have. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the last thing that I want to see before I go to bed. Yeah, that's what Gina says. Yes, right. <laughs> it's just weird. Did you see, have you seen On Demand, they have this new thing with The Godfather talking about, like, you know, crazy movies and, you know, going to bed feeling happy as opposed to depressed. Do you see this new thing On Demand, The Death of Michael Corleone? No. Yeah, I'm actually interested in it. The problem is... It's not as long as the other ones, but it's still two hours and 40 minutes. It's a real movie or documentary? I, this is what I don't I don't know what it is. I watched the trailer, and I'm slightly confused by it because it looks like it's got some flashbacks to part two. It looks like it's got some part of part three, which I think was a terrible movie. And then it looks like there's some new stuff. And Talia Shear's in it again. Um, I, it looked interesting to me, but I don't know what the hell it is. Hmm. It's called The Godfather Coda, I think. I know, someone, someone will let us know on I the hope Twitter. so, because I don't know what exactly it is. Okay. So, but it looked at Al Pacino's in it. Um, so, Hoo-ah! yes, he's in it, as, as you can expect.
Hua. Because that's uh, yeah, so interesting. I don't know if you, but you see, you wouldn't watch it though. Because no, so I have lo- no interest. Did you, you did see those movies, right? No, I did not see the Godfathers. None I saw of them. Goodfellas. Neither of the three. Neither of them. Really? Too long. I yeah, saw Goodfellas. Really good, I was like, though. that was my mob movie. I'm good. Here's what I would recommend: Don't watch it on regular TV because they take five hours, not yes. three. When you get a crappy day and nowhere to go, mm-hmm. watch one. Like what else? Are you, I'm not being a jerk. What else are you doing? I don't know. You Watching might. documentaries about murders. Uh, yeah, see. This is all I'm doing. I, I get it, but I to me, I, all right. I mean, wow. Uh, Carton and Roberts are doing something very funny, I think. It, actually, the thought of it made me laugh. So you know how Craig can't decide whether he's a Met fan or a Yankee fan? Yes. <laughs> On April 1st, he's doing his version of a gender reveal party where he's <laughs> <laughs> pop a balloon Stupid. To reveal whether he'll be rooting for the Mets or the Yankees this year, I guess it all That's depends funny. on who they who the team signed this winter <laughs> and who he thinks is going to have a better season. Did you see him put out the thing that uh, Steve Cohen apparently was a Yankee fan? Yeah, I did see that. Did we ever get to the bottom of that on that show? No, just uh, the the bottom of it was that uh, Newsday did an article where they talked to some of Steve Cohen's childhood friends and friends growing up, and that he was a huge. Yankee fan. Hmm. Now, here would be my question. At what age, though? Like, are we talking childhood friends when he was seven? Yeah, that I don't know. Because still fairly impressionable, even at that age. How old is Steve Cohen? 60-ish, I want to say. I want to go younger. You think he's younger? Yeah, I think he's a little younger as well. Okay. Steve Cohen, Mets owner. Let's see. Age. How old? How old, Google? How old? I'm going to say he's 57. Talk to me. He is 64. Wow. wow. Okay, that's a lot older. Looks than good. He does look good. Looks good for his age. But it was also brought up when I was listening to the, uh, Craig uh, going after Mr. Cohen for this, that, you know, George Steinbrenner was an Ind- a huge Indians fan growing up. That's true. And he was from Cleveland. Right. Doesn't mean once you get in there, you're not a fan of the... Hell, Jerry, I was a Dallas Cowboy fan. I was oh, just became... Zip it. I just became a reporter for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and I became a Bucs fan. Well, because you start to like the players. Right. So imagine I was an owner. Like, I bet Mark Cuban wasn't a Mavericks fan. No. So I don't. to me, it's not that big a deal. But it is no. interesting, only because portrayed that this, this diehard Met fan buying yes. the Mets. Yes. When I guess he still could be. I'm not saying he's not. Depends right. on, again, when he was this quote-unquote Yankee fan. Well, right. I mean, you know, in the 70s when the Yankees were winning those championships with Reggie, you know, maybe he was younger, and then well, he was younger because that yeah. was a long time ago. <laughs> and then no, he, he was sixty-four. And then he, <laughs> and then he uh, fell in love with the eighty-six Mets, like, right? Like George did. I suppose it's possible. So listen, just go out and get players, make the team good. No one's going to care. Yes, that's exactly. all that matters. Nothing else matters. So. Nothing else matters, as the great Metallica once said. Oh, there's a reference from at least the 90s. Yeah, there you go. Right? That so, would be late 90s, was it not? I'm going to say that was, uh, yes. That was the 90s. heyday of K-Rock for me. Mm, uh, 92.3? Yes. Because yes. you like the K-Rock in L.A. as I, well. I do, yes. Although I haven't listened to it much. And that's K-R-O-Q. K-R-O-Q. Yes. I, gotta <laughs> say, I was trying to figure out how to how to deliver this to you, Jerry. Okay, just deliver it. This Mike Zimmer's got some cojones. Why? What do he do? To come out and say he has, quote, a lot of confidence in kicker Dan Bailey. He's got no other choice. But you can't come out and say he's got no other choice. What do you want him to say? 
My kicker he stinks right now. My kicker stinks. He, he is who he thought he was. They're, here's what they're going to not do. They're not going to cut him and just bring in some Yahoo right now. They're basically going to ride or die with him the rest of the way. <laughs> and I think this is it for Dan Bailey, you know, because he yeah. was bad last year. And this year he had stretches where he was. You know what's amazing about him is when he was with the Cowboys, at one point, I believe he was the most accurate kicker in NFL history. And I don't mean through three kicks. I mean after years to where he got, like he got a big contract from the Cowboys for kickers, that is. Yeah. And it just, whatever happened between the ear, because I do believe kicking is basically mental. Yes, for sure. It is just in his head. And he, I mean, for him to be able or not be able to make extra points consistently. But if you're the coach, I don't know what else he's supposed to do. I mean, aside from embarrass him, I don't know. What does that do for you? I hope he comes out and has a game-winning kick against the Bears this week. And he might. That would be awesome. And he I'd might, love might also shank it 15 oh, yards I left. I hope he doesn't shank it. What a ruined Christmas he'll have. Yeah, by the way, we got called out by Carton and Roberts. What? That no one on the morning show is doing their field goal kicking. Yeah. I know. I don't have a football. I, I would do it. <laughs> Just go buy one, <laughs> you cheap bastard. <laughs> I did, he, he gave us to this weekend to get it done, so I was, I'm going to try to get it done this, this weekend. This is what bothers me. Someone on Twitter asked me about it on Wednesday, and I said I could potentially see myself doing it in the next couple of days. But now I feel like if I do it, I did it because we got challenged to do it. Right. <laughs> Which is all right. Yeah, but I don't know. By the way, many alert Twitter followers, including Maria Accardi, uh, Bill Sohor, and Joe Saldano, said that uh, the Godfather Coda is just a recut version of Godfather 3. Oh, that's it? Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. Not interested. All right, here we go. It's 5.52. We'll take a quick break. We'll get you Boomer and Geo at the top of the hour. But first, a Radio.com Sports Minute. Her name is Amy Lawrence, and she is looking at some big college football games this weekend and NFL Saturday. Before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there, this is the Rico Bronya Podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night, on behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch, let me just tell Adam Wainwright, can you go f*** yourself? <laughs> wow. Wow, you weren't kidding. You were. You came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFA. All right, we got a couple more minutes. Guess what I have, Al? By the way, the Chargers won in overtime last night. I am holding a football in my hand. Oh. That you could use to kick. Now, it's slightly deflated, so this is mm-hmm. like a Tom Brady ball. Yeah. But, I mean, there's one here if you need one. I was thinking about the kicker's ball the other day when I when it got brought up in one of the games. Yeah. like This has got to be the only sport where we have a different ball in the sport for a specific activity. Right, because I don't think with the penalty shot or the the overtime rules with hockey, with the shootout, you get a different no. puck. With baseball, you get a different baseball for the home run derby, but that's not a game. Yeah, not a game. It's like if it would be as if like uh, – If you got when, different basketballs for free throws. Or like when Roraldis Chapman comes in, he gets to have a different ball to throw at you. Right. No, I, you're right. I don't – you probably – what about – yeah. No, I think you're right about that. Thank you, Jerry. Yeah. Kicker's balls. Yes. So, yeah, I got a ball for you if you want, if you need it. And I see this is an odd one, Jerry, that the, the king, Henrik Lundqvist, is not going to play this year with the Capitals because he has some sort of heart issue. Yeah, I felt bad the for him. The heck is that? 
I don't know the. I don't know. I read every story I've read. It really doesn't go into detail. Mm-hmm. It's just that he's his doctors have found he's got a heart condition, and I yeah. guess they've advised him not to play this year. And I don't know. Does that mean it's the end of the career? If it is, it's a sad ending because it's not the way he wanted to go out. Mm-hmm. But I think if you're a Ranger fan, if he only plays in a Ranger sweater his entire career. Yeah, that's kind of cool. So you this would have been. Just feel bad for him. This would have been his first year with the Campbells. <laughs> yes, I really, really, I couldn't trying to think whether he played last year with them. Well, he was the, the backup. Season. Remember, he, he lost his starting job last year, um, and he played in the playoffs. If you remember, okay. um, and he was okay. He wasn't great. He wasn't and that great. was it? That was it. And this is the weekend where Tiger Woods and his son Charlie are teaming up. These together. videos are cool, aren't they? Yeah, people love that. Uh, Charlie has like the same swing and approach as his dad, Tiger. Well, yeah, it's his dad. He's a cute kid too. How old is this kid? Like eleven? I think he's ten. Oh my gosh! I don't. I'm not a hundred percent sure. I think he's ten. He would whip us all in golf. Jerry, yes, I told you that. I told you that. The only one that's got a chance is Boomer. Boomer against the ten-year-old but, Charlie but, Woods. But I think he's shooting par and better. Wake up already. and drive to work Wake with up. Boomer and Geo and Jerry Recco. Morning six to ten.